This is a download from BFM 89.9, the business station. The Bigger Picture on BFM 89.9, the business station. Good afternoon. You're listening to the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture. I'm Dashran Yohan and I'm joined by Julia Jacobs and Hazrael Ashraf. And today we're going to be talking about dating apps because a recent study conducted in Switzerland found that contrary to popular belief, dating apps aren't actually ruining romance and love. In fact, the study suggests that users of apps like Tinder, Bumble, Coffee Meets Bagel and it's, uh, you know, many more are more likely to be seeking long-term relationships. So we'll be discussing the findings of this study as well as the ups and downs of dating apps. Yes, and in light of that, we have a Twitter poll running. So we're asking you, do you think it's possible to find true love through dating mm. apps? So your options are yes or no, um, and also not sure, but feel like trying. So do take that poll over on Twitter, or if you have any thoughts to share with us, uh, do tweet us at BFM Radio or send us a WhatsApp message at 018-789-8899. Tell us your dating app experiences, maybe, good and bad. We'd love to hear it. <laughs> That's right. And since the boom of dating apps, um, the popular belief Leave has been that they encourage superficial and short-lived flings over true long-lasting romance. However, a recent study conducted in Switzerland found that the exact opposite is true, that people who engage in this, you know, so-called new age millennial style of dating were more likely uh, to be seeking long-term relationships. But before we break down some of the findings of the study, perhaps we can talk about how dating apps became so popular in the first place. Yes, so some background. Online dating has been a thing since the boom of the internet. Internet, but it wasn't really popular back then. So these sites required lengthy profiles and complicated profile searches. Um, and there was a lot of effort required for very little reward, unfortunately. <laughs> However, everything changed in 2013 with the arrival of Tinder. So Tinder kind of gamified online dating with quick account setups and its, you know, uh, quote unquote, swipe right to like approach. So by 2017, Tinder had grown to 57 million active users across the globe and billions of swipes. <laughs> per day. And since the launch of Tinder, hundreds of dating services have appeared on app stores worldwide. So while we couldn't find data on the exact number of Malaysians who are on dating apps, uh, we do know that those of us on these apps have been spending a lot of money in hopes of catching the perfect match. (laughs) And based on data provided by the global marketing and analytics firm App Annie, Malaysians spent a total of 24 million ringgit on online dating apps in 2019 and 7 million ringgit in 2017. And in 2018, Malaysians spent 13 million ringgit. And we know, uh, we so we know that it's uh, popular, but is it an effective method of finding true love? The simple way of swiping right or left based on a few photos and a couple of sent- sentences in one's bio have raised fears about the impact on the ways we interact and fall in love. And many critics of dating apps call it superficial. Yeah, but the, the Swiss study suggests that critics could very well be wrong, right? Mm. But, um, the study conducted at the University of Geneva indicates that app, the app, uh, that app form couples actually have stronger uh, cohabitation intentions uh, than cu- couples who meet offline. So in a statement, author Gina uh, Potarka, a, research, uh, a researcher at uh, the University of Geneva, the, the Institute of Demography and Socioeconomics, said that, and I quote, large parts of the media claim they have a negative impact on the quality of relationships since they render people incapable of investing in an exclusive or long-term relationships. 
up to now, though, there has been no evidence to prove that this is the case. Yes, and Pataka analysed responses from over 3,000 people who were in a relationship and had met their partner in the past 10 years. And she found that couples who met through an app were more motivated by the idea of living together compared to others. And while she admitted that their study doesn't specifically state if their final intention was to live together for the long or short term, she added that their desire to marry remained quite high. Now, interestingly enough, the study also found that couples formed uh, via dating apps express stronger desires and intentions to have children than others. And finally, the study highlighted that couples who've met through dating apps, uh, meanwhile, also expressed the same level of satisfaction about their relationships as those who met their partners through more traditional means. Now, Petrarca said that the findings were especially encouraging at a time when the coronavirus pandemic continues to place traditional dating out of reach for many. And I quote, knowing that dating apps have likely become even more popular during this year's periods of lockdowns and social distancing, it's reassuring to dismiss alarming concerns about the long-term effects of using these tools. Yeah, and mm. I think, you know, like like uh, Petrarca said, you know, it's been a particularly tough year, mm. right, for mm-hmm. everyone who's in the <laughs> dating scene. Um, so uh, dating apps... Okay, I have zero experience. I was married before, you know, they were a thing. I completely missed that boat. Uh, how about you guys, much younger than I am? Uh, what have your experiences been like with dating apps? Good, good bad and ugly? Immersive, I think. Uh, I, 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 I started when I was in college. I think that's when, like, things took off um, and... Uh, you know, I've been on, on lots of good dates on, on dating <laughs> apps, and I tend to, um, I tend to, you know, really read through people's profiles, and I found that um, the, you know, the people that that I can relate to usually either maybe go have gone to the same university as me, like in you know from from the states because that's where I went, or uh, they have similar backgrounds or interests. Um, but I have to say the swiping thing is just so addicting. And, and I think that, you know, I, I think that the, you know, these, these companies have just really uh, have their hands on the pulse when it comes to trying to, I guess, you know, make us engage with it. Yeah, I definitely agree about uh, how addictive it can yeah. be, right? Because um, I think sometimes I'll be so... Previously, I used to be on dating apps a couple of years ago. Then now I just got off of a relationship. So I'm kind of like in the place where I'm like, okay, sometimes I'm on, but I don't really (laughs) want to go on any dates or, you know, things like that. So like sometimes on, sometimes off. But I I agree that, you know, when you swipe, sometimes, you know, you, for example, I I tell myself, okay, it's eight o'clock. I'm going to swipe for five minutes and then I will, you know, (laughs) go back to my other doing other things. And then the next minute, you know, it's already 8.30 and you know that you're still swiping and swiping. So on that regard, it is addictive. I think they did, uh, you know, sort of find a formula that really works. Um, But in terms of experiences, I think for me, um, I've had mostly positive experiences, even previously when I was on dating apps uh, very actively. Um, But I don't know whether it's because I'm a guy and mm. and and maybe like women on the apps are just better uh, you know they they are they are more presentable they are they're not being creepy because a lot of times <laughs> are you saying men are being creepy I don't know. Yeah, that, that definitely I, I, I'm not even going to uh, deny that right because sometimes <laughs> I go through like some of my ga- girlfriends um, mm. um you know they are tinder uh, they are messages yeah. and and what I see actually like really shocked yes, it's really I, really same. shocking you know and that. it's and it really saddening 
because so I, I feel like a lot of uh, women tend to have bad experiences mm. maybe but guys perhaps uh, you know have yeah. a, a more positive experiences Let, let's throw it to to Juliet's uh, oh, court God. I mean what's it like for you I mean seeing seeing us you know seeing other people use these apps uh, considering that um, you know you you I missed that boat yeah <laughs> <laughs> The people I could have met. Uh, yeah, for me, I mean, from based from my friends' experience, it's been like you said, good, bad, and ugly. I mean, I've had some friends who actually met their wives. Um, mm-hmm. So again, it was the the guy who met the non creepy Actually, no, that's not fair. I've met uh, some of my girlf- uh, girlfriends have also met their long term partners mm-hmm. there. Um, but a lot of it has been horror stories, actually. Oh. You know, just creepy people or just people looking for not looking for relationships, looking for you know. Things like um, very quick relationships mm. and you know other other mm. sorts of things. Right? Sending Not, unsolicited images. Uh, oh and all, yes, yeah. all of that, or just you know um, starting off normal enough and then just quickly going down the creep mm. factor. Yeah. It's uh, it's yeah, it's been a mixed bag. And I mean, but like I said, some good experiences, some bad experiences. So you think that it's possible to find true love, you know, quote unquote, true love well, on on these apps? Well, for me, I think the the hard thing is. So I, I believe so. I, I think so. But I think one thing that's hard for me is, um, you know, to look at someone and have these ideas of them mm-hmm. and, you know, um, sort of falling in love with the idea of people, right? And and based on the things they project, their pictures, their angles and, uh, the you know, the, the sort of things they evoke online and then meeting them mm. and then suddenly sort of having those um, those those ideas shattered mm-hmm. of them and, and realize that, oh, okay, you know, they're more introvert, they're more of an introvert or their voice sounds different. You know, it's, it's so, you know, just funny to see, um, how, how I've, I've faced these instances where, um, their, their image doesn't align with, with my, my idea. Well, their, their personalities don't align with my idea of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's also tricky because, because of how, you know, everything is just at the palm of your hands. And we were talking about how, you know, we just swipe, swipe, swipe. Yeah. And, you know, next thing you know, <laughs> half an hour is gone. Because of the amount of options available, I think, you know, mm-hmm. we sometimes expect, you know, like, oh, we, we need to get matches every oh, single yeah. day, you know, because we perhaps like we are attracted mm-hmm. to them. And then, you know, we are we are hoping that that's the same thing. And, and it you, affects my confidence too. Dash yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah, I, I think yeah. It, it really can. Mm-hmm. Because you're wondering... Um, whether you know you know that it's not just you who have all these options right mm. the people on the other side have also have all these options yeah. so when you don't get enough matches and all i think that can you know mess around with confidence as as well yeah okay so um we do have to go for a very quick break now but when we come back uh we will be further discussing some of the findings of this study as well as the pros and cons of dating app uh dating apps with clinical psychologist Vizla Kumarasan keep it here on the daily digest on the bigger picture BFM 89.9. Welcome back to the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture. I'm Dashan Johan and I'm joined by Juliet Jacobs and Hazrael Ashraf. And today we're talking about dating apps. Yes, and um, we are also asking you over on Twitter whether you think it's possible to find true love through dating apps. So, so far, uh, 45.5% of you have said yes. Mm-hmm. Another 27.7% mm-hmm. of you have said no. And another almost 20% of you have said not sure, but <laughs> may try. Uh, and we just want to know, you know, what has your experience been with dating apps? Good, bad, ugly? Share it with us. You can tweet us at BFM Radio or you can send us a WhatsApp message at 018-789-8899. Yep, and before the break, we discussed a recent study done in Switzerland uh, which found that contrary to popular belief, it's actually 
very possible to find true love on dating apps. And not only that, right, the study found that users of dating apps were more likely to be seeking long-term relationships. Yeah, that's right. But to help us make sense of the study a little more and to provide our insights on the ups and downs of dating apps, uh, we have on the line Vizla Kumarasan, who is a clinical psychologist. Good to have you on the show, Vizla. Um, to start off, what stood out to you most about the study? Was there anything you found surprising? Actually, I did not find this the results surprising at all. Um, and, you know, I think if you, if you ask me what stood out, um, nothing so much stood out as it did confirm what I've been hearing a lot about um, dating apps and how successful it has been for some people in terms of finding long-term partners or um, or, or life partners. Overall, um, what I've been seeing, what I've been hearing, and of course, you know, this might be biased because obviously, you know, this is what the dating apps want you to, to know about dating apps. <laughs> is that it is successful. People do find love. People do find, um, you know, the, the, the partners that they want to uh, settle down with in life and those kinds of things. Um, and, this, you know, I, I, the reputation that these dating apps have in Malaysia, at least, is that it is um, hookup sites at best. Uh, but this isn't what is being reported from experiences in other parts of the world. So you think the results might have been completely different if the study was conducted in Malaysia? Yes, I think we might get completely different results. And and I'm basing I'm basing this answer, you know, on what I hear from the people I know who do use dating apps or who have used dating apps. So many people I know um, have tried and then deleted dating apps because they find it's, it's just, it doesn't work for them. Um, and in my professional work, I do sometimes recommend people use dating apps um, to at least try and meet friends, uh, not necessarily to meet romantic, you know, romantic partners or, or for dates. Uh, but even that, people report a lot of negative experiences. Um, so, yeah, I, I do think that if a study like this was conducted in Malaysia, the results may be very different. Okay, let's now talk about the ups and downs of dating apps. What would you say is one of the major advantages of having a dating app? I think the most, the, the, the biggest advantage would be just the convenience of meeting people. Um, you know, despite, you know, this this. Contrary to popular knowledge or popular sort of uh, perception, the biggest hindrance when it comes to dating is actually meeting people. Um, and this is not just in Malaysia. I think this is the, the refrain from all across the world. Unless you go out a lot, unless you, you know, say yes to, you know, almost every invitation that comes your way, um, or you have access to these social networks that give you, uh, uh, you know, um, further access to these bigger networks or, or interesting people or whatever it is, um, it becomes very difficult to meet people. And then, of course, there is the awkwardness of approaching someone, starting a conversation. We've all been there. <laughs> Nobody likes it. Um, and... Uh, you know, it, it, it's 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 
it's not easy to do this. And and I and I've said this before. It's it's not like what we see in the movies where you bump into someone at the bookstore and you're both browsing the aisle where you both, you know, and, and that sort of sparks off a similar interest and then you start a conversation. There's it's witty, it's charming, it's all those things. That doesn't happen in real life. But isn't that how it used to happen? Maybe not bumping into someone at a bookstore because of the power of the universe or something. But didn't people go to like restaurants and coffee houses and just meet potential partners? I mean, admittedly, I'm probably just watching way too much of Friends here. I don't know if it was real. Uh, it, it was real for many people, actually. So even to say that it's, that's how it used to happen, I think that's a huge disqualifier there. Um, you know, because it... I mean, come on, think about the cheesy pickup lines. Um, <laughs> who, who likes those things, right? Um, but again, you know, and, and, and here's the, the thing, because a lot of our experience of these, this kind of thing is vicarious and it's through Hollywood or it's through movies or whatever it is, it's not real. Um, and then we, we have this belief uh, that, you know, you have to be witty, you have to have these quips, you know, you have to be snappy and making conversation and those kinds of things. Uh, it's a lot of pressure. So um, it is very difficult to do. And that already puts people off or it might put people off uh, because there's this bizarrely unrealistic expectation placed on you that you must be this type of person when you approach someone that you're interested in. Um, and then you're going to start a conversation or even the kind of person that you would approach. You know, uh, popular culture tells us that they must be cute or good looking or uh, I don't know, must be a whole bunch of things, which really how many of us are. Um, so that already sets the odds against you. Um, so, you know, the dating app, just a dating apps just make it so much easier because you put down your information and then somebody decides whether they, they, they find it attractive or not. And then that is the way these things are built. Um, that's what you do. You swipe right, you swipe left and nobody is left, um, insulted or nobody takes it personally. Uh, and that just removes so much of the stress, so many of the barriers when it comes to meeting people. Let's unpack that a little further. I mean, isn't that a problem with dating apps as well? Much like on Instagram, most people only want to showcase the best part of themselves on these apps. Um, again, I think it depends on what people want, right? I remember watching this TED Talk um, about this woman was talking about how she she met her life partner on these dating apps uh, on one of these dating apps and apparently she worked out and you know she 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 really took the romance out of it because she was talking about the mathematics of it all um and you know there, there apparently is a perfect ratio of how much skin to reveal versus you know um too much skin and then people are not going to like it if there's not enough skin then people are not going to like it either wow um so there are all these ratios apparently and it's not about how good looking you are but about how um uh what's the word is it uh what's the word how pleasing the the the, the picture the photograph looks um and it's those kinds of things 
So really, it's not about how good you really look. It is about me matching this particular algorithm, right? Mm-hmm. And it is about um, and, and I remember when when we did digital desires, we also had a couple of people who had success on these dating apps come up and talk about it. And it really, they also confirmed that it wasn't about how good you look, but it's about how appealing the picture that you post is. Um, and it's also about how much information you put and and being clear about what it is that you actually want right a lot of us a, a lot of people put you know these very broad statements like oh i'm just looking for a friend mm-hmm. what does that mean you know um whereas you know if you are very clear about what you are looking for i'm looking for someone to date i'm looking for someone to settle down with i'm looking to for someone to build a family with apparently those things are the ones that are going to ensure you a higher rate or, or more likelihood of uh, meeting someone and having a successful outcome from uh, using the dating apps. Elisa, do you think that having too many options in the palm of your hand can be a bad thing? I mean, I've spoken to people who say that they end up matching with a whole bunch of people and what happens is, is that they just keep having the same conversations over and over again and still not being able to make a decision. Yeah. Um, so it, it is a proven fact, right, that when you have more choices, it is harder to make a decision. Um, and there's a lot of literature around uh, maximizers and satisficers. So maximizers are the people who find it the most difficult to make decisions because they're always thinking there's something else that's better. And so they are the ones who want to know everything that's out there. So just say you want to buy uh, uh, buy a light for your study desk, and they want to look at all the options available, and you know they want to know everything there is to know about all the the, the available options that they have. They are likely going to find it uh, harder to make a decision based on someone say who say uh, makes a decision based on. They set themselves a budget or they say they want uh, a lamp that sits on their desk or they say they want a lamp that is uh, black in color or uh, that's red in color. And and then therefore they really uh, minimize, you know, their, their options and then it's easier for them to make that decision. So coming back to your scenario about, you know, um, having multiple conversations, you know, with people on these dating apps at the same time, because the dating apps make it possible. So when you enter a date, you actually have one foot in and one foot out. And you are not doing yourself any favor because you are really not investing in getting to know this person. And like you said, like, you know, sometimes you're just repeating the same conversations. So the question then becomes, how authentic are those conversations? Um, How interested are you really in getting to know this person uh, rather than just doing, you know, doing the necessary, you know, going with the motions just to get it through, just to get it to the next date, just to get it to the next date until you both bore each other out. But having options is one of the unique selling points of dating apps, isn't it? Isn't it's it's why a lot of us are on these uh, these apps. So how do we maneuver this situation? I think the first thing would be to be honest. Um, you know, earlier when I said that 
when the, the people I know, the people I've talked to about this, they all they all report negative experiences with dating apps, and a majority of these negative experiences has been dishonest, based on the fact that one person has been dishonest, and and I think this is this is a huge factor. People are more likely to um, have success on these apps if they know that other people want the same thing as them. So if I say I want to meet my long-term, you know, to, to say uh, I, I want to meet the person I want to settle down with, I want marriage, mm-hmm. all right? That's what I want. But what I am actually saying in my dating app, because I want to appear cool and I want to appeal to as many people as possible. And right. I say I'm looking for a casual, something casual, <laughs> all right? You know, mm-hmm. You're laughing because you know this happens. It does, um, very frequently. Yeah. So already there, I'm setting myself up for failure. I'm already, you know, setting myself up because I've been dishonest from the outset. Um, And I created a profile where I am perhaps not as cool as I may be or not as casual as I may be or I don't want to frighten people off by saying I want to get married. I'm going to meet people who don't want to get married because I said I want something casual. So I'm going to be meeting people who want something casual. And then I say, oh, my God, this is, doesn't work because I'm not getting what I want. So if I actually stated at the outset, I want to get married. And so the people who are likely to actually swipe right on my profile are the other people who actually want the same thing. And therefore, I may be going out on fewer dates. I might be having fewer conversations, but I'm actually already you know, having these conversations with people who it's, it's more focused, we can get right down to it. We, you know, it's easier to 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 have um, either ch- chats or or phone conversations or zoom meets, I'm going to assume that because it's a pandemic, people are less likely to go out on dates, mm-hmm. you know, and, and it's, it's, you're already starting off on a positive note because you both know that you want the same thing. And one thing that I found very fascinating about the study is that it found that couples formed via dating apps expressed stronger desires and intentions to have children uh, compared to others. Why do you think that is? I think it's because, you know, the people who are saying this are the ones who are really, you know, are tired of just dating for the sake of dating mm. or don't want, you know, don't want a long-term relationship which may or may not end up in a, in a marriage. Right. Uh, I'm, I'm okay. So this, this study was done in Europe. So Correct. it's not necessary that people get married to have children, right? And those things are possible in these countries. Mm-hmm. Um, but l- let's assume la, you know, when, when they said that they want children, that means they also want to get married. Um, so they want something that's certain. And so they don't want the, you know, the rigmarole of just dating and dating and dating or living together without, you know, without a um, quote unquote goal or outcome. Yeah, a common direction. Yes, a common direction. Um, and so you're more likely to meet other people who want the same thing. Mm. Now, all, all right, uh, Vizla, before we let you go, do you have a final message for those of us who are already on dating apps or are looking to jump on the train? The evidence overwhelmingly indicates that dating apps um, do have positive outcomes or it is possible to have good outcomes out of these dating apps. 
And I think the major factor in determining that is how open and honest you are. Um, and it's scary when, whenever I talk about honesty, whenever I talk about being truthful about these things, the first thing people tell me is that's scary. It is, but think about it. You know, what is it that you really want? Um, and if, you know, if, if, if this is something that it means a lot to you, it's worth investing in and it is perhaps better to take it with a measure of caution Mm-hmm. in that you are honest, but from that honesty, it means that you are going to have fewer dates or fewer swipes right. But would that be okay in terms of you're really narrowing it down to people who really want what you want as well? All right. Thank you so much, Vizsla. That was Vizsla Kumarasan, the clinical, a clinical psychologist talking to us about the ups and downs of dating apps. So, I, yeah, I think she brought up uh, plenty of important points, right? Mm-hmm. I particularly like what she said about knowing what you want, uh, being upfront about it and uh, being patient. Uh, you might end up getting fewer matches, but... Who knows? Maybe it could be worth the wait. Yeah, who knows? <laughs> and uh, we have a Twitter poll running where we asked you whether it's possible to find true love through dating apps. Mm. And uh, so far, 42.6% of you have said yes. Uh, well done. And yeah. 30.3% of you have said no. Another 27% of you have said not sure, but you may try it out. Um, I think, you know, after listening to Vizsla, definitely give, mm. it, a, give it a shot. Yeah, um, we did have a few responses oh. as well on our Twitter poll. Queen says, sadly, I haven't and I don't believe so, um, I guess, that you can find true love. Mm. But uh, many of my friends have. So well, that's, yeah. that's promising to hear. Uh, Shams Jaffa, oh dear, says that true love is a myth. Ooh. Oh no, okay. that's dark. <laughs> sorry, dear. sorry to oh, hear that. And uh, Zing Yu also tweeted in to say, what is true love? Oh, I wish oh, to be invited. Okay. That's another session yeah, for another yeah. day. Maybe Zing Yu, uh, we'll, we'll try and yes. help you out yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, and M. Kyrie has to say, uh, yes, I found mine on MIRC. What oh. is MIRC? Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Surrounded by children. It's, MIRC was way before... MSN? Uh, yes, way before that. Oh, you guys wow. don't even know what ICQ is. Nope. Like, oh, no, God. No. Um, yeah, so it's one of the early sort of chatting, oh, you know, online chatting. So people my age would know about it. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Kari went on to, M. Kari went on to say that we've been a couple for 21 years now and Aww. husband and wife for 15. And well, that's oh, really lovely yeah. to hear. Um, yes, and we also had a couple of messages over on WhatsApp. So Diana said that my experience 10 years ago when I joined the dating apps after I broke up with my then husband, uh, she <laughs> unfortunately found many people who are just seeking one night stands mm. instead of lasting mm. relationships. So after several weeks, she basically had enough. Um, she also wants to say that she never actually went out with those guys, just to make it clear. But she is now happily married with someone she met offline. Um, and she's also heard other success stories from her friends. A few of them got married with the guys or girls that they met online. So she's really happy for them. And she yeah. says, good for them. Uh, we got another message on WhatsApp. Uh, someone has a message <laughs> to say, I stopped dating apps five years ago. Two matches dating at me and finally ended up trying to sell me insurance. Oh dear. Insurance is important, guys. It Come is, on, that's but not what you got dating yeah, apps for. That's true. Sorry to hear that that was your experience with that. But you know, if you have any other thoughts that you'd like to share with us, tell us, you know, the good, the bad, the ugly of being on dating apps, you can continue to share your thoughts, tweet us at BFM Radio or send us a WhatsApp message at 018-789-8899. Yeah, but that's all the time we have for today's show. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with the Bigger Picture gang, you can look us up on Facebook. We are BFM, the Bigger 
picture and you can drop us a message there. If you missed any part of to, uh, today's show, you can download the podcast on the BFM app. You can also go log on to bfm.my slash the daily digest. You can also find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or pretty much wherever you get your podcasts from. Coming up at 3 p.m. on Live and Learn, Juliet will be sticking around to have a chat with Niloy Banerjee, a resident representative for Malaysia, Singapore, and Brunei Darussalam's uh, United Nations uh, Development Program, UNDP. And they'll be discussing the Human Development Report 2020, which basically urges world leaders to take big steps to reduce the pressure being exerted on the environment or risk stalling humanity's progress altogether. So that's coming up after the 3 p.m. news. Once again, I'm Dashan Johan with Julia Jacobs and Hezra Lashraf. And this has been the Daily Digest on The Bigger Picture, BFM 89.9. Thank you for listening to this podcast. To find more great interviews, go to bfm.my or find us on iTunes. BFM 89.9, The Business Station.